At long last, I am able to say a few words of my own. Read my lips. Government is not the solution to our problem. Senator, good morning again in America. Well, look, Big Bird. Yes, we did. Government is the problem. To a liberal and a conservative walk into a bar. My name is Matt, and I'm a liberal. My name's Tim. I'm a conservative. What's happening? We're back. Yeah, we hopefully are. Is, well, yeah, we are. This is the. Hopefully, a we don't year know. If off, this, you know. Yeah. Was it, it? Was longer? Was it? It was. It was longer than a year, wasn't it? Was it like no, fifteen? Was it a year? No. It was, was it? Was it? Was it just a year? That was Did just we? a year. That was less know. than a year, honestly. Could less be wrong. It was, I don't know. What, we were away we're, for we're, some period of time. Gone in a while. Now we're we got, back in your yeah, welcome what? world. Because yes, obviously you. you needed us. The whole thing's falling apart. And we're here to save it. It's pretty clear. Everything went to hell without us. I mean, that's really honest to God. It's that's pretty that's, clear. It's pretty. I mean, and especially this, this, just, just the last couple of weeks, we figured, you know what? It's just, this is, this is too much. Yeah. It's just too much. Yeah. You guys have to have us in your lives. That's it. Obviously we're back and everything's going to be fine. Really. Now that we're here, right? That's, that's what I'm saying. I didn't even do the whole thing. I could tell you where to go find us, but you know what the thing, the point is, is that you, you, you found us. So I don't need to tell you where to find us because if you're listening to this and you found us and if you found us then you don't need help finding us. So, uh, we're out there. Uh, I'm on Twitter. I don't like Twitter and I've kind Are of you on Twitter? Are you on? T- I, I'm on Twitter. On Twitter? Am I on Twitter? Well, I'm, I'm not have, actually I, doing anything with Twitter. I'm going to restart them. I'm going to restart doing some Twitter. Twitter. I still have the Twitter. I have really. Twitter is the. the it's awful. It is the graffiti car. It's not even the nice ones that are like written in like permanent marker. It's the ones that are carved into the bathroom stalls. It is all of the ignorant crap that you read on the bathroom stalls, and we have accepted it as a form of news. And I don't want to be a part of it, but I feel like I have to be because this has become the acceptable mode of communication. And I think that for me, that holds for Facebook. That holds for, well, I don't know enough about Snapchat and Instagram. So Facebook and Twitter, I don't like the fact that it feels necessary to be a part of these universes. I'm I'm not in one. That's that's a fantastic analogy. And now I'm gonna feel like I'm I'm carving uh, for a good time call every 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 time I every uh, into a bathroom wall every time I post on Twitter. Now let's be clear. I'm I'm gonna go start carving too. Right? Like this is my plan. I, I want to go carve, uh, but I feel gross doing it. I don't want to do it though, but I have, you know, I have to take a class in it. I'm, I'm get for those of you, 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 no one knows this, but you and like four other people, I'm, 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 I'm getting a master's degree on online and I have to take a course in, uh, in social media marketing and eventually as so, part of a master's of fine arts. Yeah. You're yeah. Interesting. Yeah. It, well, you, you, they, they, they use this to, well, I mean, it's, it's, it's because part of this is, is learning to, write professionally to do, and this is part of it, you know, it's to get help you get communications and marketing jobs and shit like that. And, 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 oh, well, and, and this, this is a thing. This is a thing people have to learn now. And it's awful. It's terrible. And I'm getting off Facebook as soon as I can just feel like, yeah, I'm going to, you know, because I, I, I want to do it. I just don't because I'm lazy. You know, that's that. And I haven't actually signed into Facebook in months, but, uh, it it has to it has to go away. We're also using a completely different 
uh, methodology of recording this, um, by the way. So I just, I want to check something. I'm not entirely sure if this is going to work the way that does it. No, it's not doing what I thought it would. That's, that's weird. Can you hear, can you hear anything like, like an irritating baseball noise right now? No, not at all. How about, how about the sound of a whip and a sheep? Nope. No, nothing. I don't no. know. Well, whatever. This isn't doing what I hoped it would. I Are thought, there supposed I thought to we, be whips and sheep I in our show thought, right now? I thought we would have jaunty sound effects. Well, I mean, I want jaunty sound effects. I do too. I really do. But I, I can't figure out how to make this work. I can't figure out that the, it's the new machine, the, the new, the new, the new podcasting machine that I haven't figured out how to. Whatever. We got to start talking about politics. Uh, yeah, so, let's do this. So, so, so things happen <laughs> this week. <laughs> I don't know. Time. I don't know if anybody noticed. It's 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 Christmas, and we felt like, what the hell? Do we need a government? Let's just shut it down for a little while. Shut that. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, I mean, it, the, what do, do we need federal employees? Nah. Whatever. So anyway, uh, so we're so what 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 happened? So I, I just want let me see if I just got all this right. So uh, it, the so Mattis. So we 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 left Syria, or we we're leaving Syria. Syria. We're, we're, he's decided in we're the process leave of he has declared that we are leaving. We have yes, actually we've pulled the truth. We're going to do this, uh, and and he wants to. He's discussing drawing down by half in Afghanistan, uh, and then after that, almost immediately after that, uh, the Secretary of Defense uh, Mattis uh, has resigned in uh, in 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 anger. But don't look back in anger, you know. Because that's not funny. Well, it was, it was a very and, uh, and, and well, and it was a very classy letter, right? Like, let's be clear. You know, this was not some sort of blistering. I hate you, President Trump. You're a horrible person. This is a horrible presidency. Uh, th- this was done with with as much class uh, as is possible, I think. Um, but while at the same time, well, yeah, but Trump doesn't recognize clear, that sort of thing. No, Trump well, just of course saw, he doesn't. But like, it was Trump's twelve drawing so. a clear line. Now and also though Trump is not lambasting Mattis, not that I've heard. Yes, he is. He's sped up him moving out. He's leaving January first, but I haven't seen anything where he's saying Mattis was a terrible general. I never should have hired him. And is he? he yeah, he he was the whole time. He was like deliber- doing that same deliberately demean them in public crap that he was pulling on Jeff Sessions for months. You when, didn't see no. the, you didn't see the interview back in 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 uh, it was like two months ago on sixty minutes where uh, he's kind of a Democrat, else. but that's okay. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, he's kind of a Democrat. Okay, that is not blasting. That is not no. That is. Are you kidding? In, no, in Trump land, that's blasting. That. There's no, not it is much not. worse. No, it is yes, not. There that is. is us. Better to be called. Better to be called a a, a commie pinko Putin lover in Trump world than to be called a Democrat. No, abs- absolutely not. Absolutely not. <laughs> I, I do not believe. I, I think that that's Polish part of boy. our biggest issue, right? And this is where this is one of my biggest issues with how Trump gets covered, and it makes everything that's serious bad that he does get lost in the white noise because now we take i'm not everything he says you know okay well good nor should you (laughs) but i don't i don't i don't i don't think i think you're i think you're sugarcoating the way that he is talking about mattis at least uh uh, to a certain extent i don't think that that he liked him and i don't think he's been very i he maybe he wasn't quite as bad as he was with sessions but he chastised him publicly 
several times. And I'm sorry, what was that a compliment? I, no, to say well, he's I, a, I, I think he's a Democrat. He's, no, but well, it wasn't a it wasn't some sort of blasting thing. And I no, I have never heard him talk badly about Mattis and in, in any sort of in anywhere near the way he did sessions, right? The way he did with sessions was completely unacceptable and awful. But when you're comparing all these things, no. I don't think I don't know. I would say that. But the thing about it is, is that I find Jeff Sessions completely unacceptable and awful as well. So I don't know. There was a balance there that I was okay with. Anyway, we got to move on. Uh, So where so Mattis is gone. They accelerated that today. So it it came out that the stocks at the end of the at the end of the year, at the end of the week, I believe now they have had the worst year since 2000, since 2008, since the Great Recession. So I, I don't. I, eventually someday we'll talk more about stocks. I personally don't put that much faith in stocks as a, as a marker for what's going on there, especially not anymore, but, but that's me. Am I wrong in doing that? I, yes, you're wrong in doing that. The stocks are really? an important indicator of the general health of our economy. Now, what can ha- what has become an issue though is that there is sometimes not a good correlation between stocks doing well and then average joe's wages doing well. So what we'd seen was like these really high stocks but then the wages were struggling to go up. But we did finally start to see wages catching up to you know, this ever improving stock market. Uh, and now of course all that's over, you know, I mean, the stocks of the, now the stocks are doing horribly. They've had their worst years since whatever you said, 2008 and undoubtedly wages will quickly follow. Well, and this is, this, and this is, this is in line though with what the general thinking is. And I thought, and I think you actually made this point a little a, a while back about uh, whether or not when, when people can start taking credit for for things. And, you know, we're about 18 months to two years into Trump's presidency. And, and, and now I kind of feel like these are his policies at this point that we're starting to see the effects of. These that, are definitely that the, his that, policies. That the, that the Obama now, effect is wearing off. Now, okay, one, the Obama effect is wearing off. But also, let's be clear, there definitely would have been a Trump effect, right? So- Hashtag I heart Obama, right? Always. But Obama was never able to translate hit what were good in general, were good economic policies, uh, with the exception of, I would say, with parts of Dodd, with the exception of parts of Dodd-Frank. What were in general good economic policies with some of, sometimes with his rhetoric. So a lot of times he could come off as a little bit doing doing a little too much fat cat bashing. And so business never really trusted him. Whereas you get Trump and businesses just assumed that whatever he did would be looking out for them. Uh, and obviously he did have the big awesome thing that I wholeheartedly agreed with of cutting the corporate tax rate. So just having someone who's vocally positive for about business uh, can be a good thing for the economy. Uh, unfortunately, Trump's uh, President Trump's policies uh, didn't support that. Aside from the tax cut. Okay, I, uh, but, now but it's on, the, on 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 that tax cut, when you talk about it, now it's crashing. I I, I just you want to look at a, a year later. Now, I, I can't say the one thing that I can't say is, is what impact this is going to have on my taxes, 
because obviously I haven't done them for a full year, you know, on this. So to be continued about a month from now, we'll talk about that. So, uh, you, uh, in, in October of 2017, uh, treasury secretary, Steve Mnuchin, uh, who, for some reason, I always want to say Munchkin when I see his name. I, 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 I do too. I don't know why. I don't really know what that's about. Yeah, but you know, weird. Uh, so he predicted that the stock market will go up higher if the Republicans pass the tax cut bill. Uh, well, a year later, both the S and P and the Dow Jones are, as we said, down to uh, their at the at the end of their uh, uh, you know the the worst year they've had in ten years. So obviously, that one didn't happen. Uh, he said, Mnuchin said that in uh, in September of 2017, he said that the GOP tax cut plan would A, pay for itself uh, and uh, B, uh, pay for the debt. And it would also cut down the deficits by a trillion dollars. So uh, the CBO and the Treasury, uh, Treasury Department in October, a year later, said that the federal deficit has increased to $780 billion uh, in 2018. That's a 17% increase. So well, that's the deficit, not the debt. No, that's the deficit. Yes, but it's still it's a trillion dollars. I mean, by 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 every standard that that the same people use the entire time Obama. Was well, no, 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 no. Let's be clear. Obama here. spent a dollar. That's like a trillion dollars. No, no. Let's be clear. I'm saying that's worse, right? Where yeah, it's because worse. yes, the debt went up seven hundred. If the deficit went up seven hundred eighty, then the debt went up as well. That's just yeah. how that works. Yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. But it's uh, I, I, a lot of times it's easier for people to get confused on what is the deficit and what is the debt. Uh, yeah. So I was just highlighting which one that was. Yeah, exactly. So that's 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 every year that this is in effect, we're going to lose seven hundred and seventy nine billion dollars mm-hmm. uh, so far. So first of all, I'm not entirely sure Steve Mnuchin should ever make predictions about anything again because he's really not very good at it. Uh, clearly, uh, and. I, you know, there were a number of other promises made by people uh, across the Republican spectrum. My favorite was Paul Ryan's, who said that the tax cut would pay for my car. Um, well, which it let's just say that You're it welcome. didn't do. I got, I, yeah, thank you for that $16, Speaker Ryan, on your way out the door. Don't let it hit your ass. Uh, as you're walking back to Wisconsin. Um, but, uh, you know, I, 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 I kind of feel like this is, this is what we're seeing. And now we, and then we have shutdown mode. So the shutdown, which is like everything else that's gone on for the last couple of years, uh, is stupid. Uh, and, and is basically a giant pissing match, but at the same time, I don't know where, 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 where are you on the shutdown? So we've been shut down for two days. We're not at round of applause yet, but I want to give a preemptive round of applause to uh, Alexandria Ocasio uh, Cortez uh, for putting out there that, and this is important. Understand that your congressman is still getting paid. Yeah. Yeah. Throughout this. Yeah. And uh, Miss Cortez uh, put out there that they are that they should stop their own damn salaries while they're working on this. Uh, I don't know if that's a thing. I want to find out if throughout all the shutdowns, if Congress still got paid. But that's some bullshit. Yeah, I'd right be there. really curious about that. Right? When does the president's salary stop? Right? When when does Congress's salary stop? Because right now we're still this is a partial government shutdown. So I can certainly see where you would call Congress 
uh, at least semi essential personnel. Um, so I, I, I would be interested to learn more about that too, but I agree with her, uh, your preemptive round of applause. I'm, I'm glad that she highlighted that for everyone. Uh, as far as where I'm at with a shutdown, I, you know, um, president Trump has to, he made a campaign promise to build a wall. This was a, I mean, number one, pretty much when it came to his campaign promises. And it was one that his supporters were very into. And he hasn't done it. He's had control of all aspects of government. And he hasn't made this happen, which is embarrassing. And now he's got kind of one last chance. Because once the House gets control, uh, is controlled by the Democrats, there's no way. So, wall or bust. Now, it's pretty bold, right? Because no matter no matter what happens, he can't fulfill his campaign promise. Because the campaign promise was two parts. I'm going to build a wall, and who's going to pay for it? Mexico. Mexico's going to pay for it. That was rhetorical. Mexico's supposed to pay for this wall. Why in the world is our government shutting down over a wall that Mexico is supposed to be paying for? And don't give me any BS about the USMCA paying for this crap. No, that is not what you said. You did not say Mexico's going to pay for it via some tricky, interesting economics that we've got. No, you said Mexico was going to pay for it. So Which, I according to his wall. own Treasury Department, is illegal. And that I'm backdoor USMCA MCA crap. That's that's illegal. Okay, yeah. He he can't even he can't even if he wanted to. Yeah, he can't do it. And not that's, that that's ever stopped him in the past. But you know, I am. And let's be clear here. I'm all for the wall. What? This is fine with me. Mexico's gonna pay for it. Shit, yeah. Why wouldn't you want it? Put it up there. Great. I'm I'm not pro illegal immigration. I don't think it's a good thing that we have 40 million people in our country illegally. This is not a positive. We need legal immigration. So yeah, sure. Let's you know what? Here we go. Fresh, brilliant idea. You ready for this? This is how you make Mexico pay for the wall. You create a migrant tax. So we basically open it up, right? And as long as you don't have a criminal record, um, come on in. Here we go. And you owe us $10,000. And that's your migrant tax. You can pay it now or you can pay it off over, you know, $200 a month installments or something off of your wages once you find work. There you go. You're welcome. Well, I mean, I suppose it's better than letting some dude with a truck who's trying to drive people across the border illegally get it. Exactly. People pay for this already. I mean, this yeah, is. I do. Yeah. So no, that's there, there you go. I, I think. But no, that's what use that to pay for the damn tax cut you just gave everybody last year. No, because a lot of America wants the wall, and I mean, we do. There is a massive drug issue, right? This is a thing. They're not making this up. No, Drugs actually, the majority the of the country Americans is a problem. Sixty forty splits in most of the polling I've seen don't give a shit about the wall. They want the problem fixed, but they don't want to spend money to build a giant wall. No, they don't. From- we want Mexico to pay for it. Follow through on your promise. And the migrant tax would be a way to do that. 
I'm not entirely sure I know how serious you are about any of this. Because I remember at one point, I remember at some point you saying, you said that there was no point in spending money on the wall because the other money that we spend already on all the immigration uh, uh, security, border security and, and all that other mess is just so unbelievably outrageous that what we need to do is figure out better ways of doing what we're doing instead of throwing money at a giant structure. That people are only going to figure out a way to scale. Well, yes, they'll figure out a way to scale, but it'll be hard. Yes, we spend way too much damn money on border security. And the moment that you integrate a migrant tax and much and a much freer flow of legal migration, then yeah, you're probably you're not going to need a wall. But hey, most people want well, not most, but a large segment of our population. That's successfully I don't even think a majority got, wants it. But I really don't. This was this was a primary mandate for him when he when he got elected. This was this was number one campaign promise number one. And like it or not, he won the office. So build your wall. But make yeah, Mexico and he it. had two years of complete control of both houses of Congress and the executive to get it done, and then he waited until he lost it to try to do it. And it, right, I'm not saying he's the right doing the right thing. I'm just saying, hey, make Mexico pay for the wall, and I'm not going to give you a hard time for it. I'm going to be okay with it. I'm going to be able to. I don't know. I, I mean, that year. Okay, you're right. I mean, I know, you know what? The Margaret tax, that's an interesting idea. Hadn't heard that one. And I got lots yeah, of ideas. But, because, you know, that's and that's that's good. I like it. But I, you know, for the wall, whatever. It, bah, the wall's stupid. Because, again, it's spending money. It, you're spending money. On something we haven't even figured out how to do yet, and I don't. And the and and I again, I'm a liberal, and one of the one of the things that irritates the ever loving crap out of me is constantly hearing all these yahoos from from really pretty much anybody with with lips on Fox News all the way up to the president, you know, because they're actually literally joined. Uh, they're really just kind of the one vote uh, voice uh, say that all Democrats want is like some sort of free flowing. Uh, massive immigration orgy coming across the the border. Bullshit. That's not what any of us want. And that's not what any of us ever said. What we want is not, is to avoid this, this, this ridiculous symbolism of walling off our country and, and, and constantly pushing that we need to be afraid of anybody whose skin isn't lily white walking across the border. Well, where is That's my what God I object to. day? Okay, I do object to that too. But look, Democrats, please get me an immigration bill. Yes, absolutely. No, definitely should have should have should have happened before. I'm talking about the demonization and the ridiculous ideas that come out of the White House uh, and and conservatives in general about what liberals want. Really, about everything. Quite frankly. Uh, but starting with, uh, you know, because they do as much demonizing of liberals as they do of everyone else that they need to demonize because they don't have any ideas, but we'll move on from that, uh, for now. Liberal, wait, who Uh, doesn't have ideas? What do we say? Liberals don't have any ideas. Correct. I'm just kidding. 
I'm just kidding with you. I just thought I just poke a little. I poke a little thing. It's a fine. I'm getting angry about things that I don't need to get angry about right now. We're all in due course. You know, it's just we're picking up. We haven't done this in a while, and we're. I don't know. You know what's messed up is like I I moved my desk. In the time that we did that, from when we last did this to when we're doing it now, I I moved my I flipped the room, my office, my desk is in a different corner than it was, and and now things are not where they were and it's messing with me like i'm i'm I, I i had to put my drinks over here and my keyboard and my mouse in one spot and my microphone and everything else and it's it's just it's screwing things this is super interesting it's fascinating I'm america wants to hear this wrapped keep really telling me now where's your you coffee go. cup again stop it my god not it's too late for coffee i can't do we should do more of these in the morning anyway round of applause who you got I mean, I want to give a little round of applause to, to Mr. Mattis. I think he's done a, I think he's done a great job. I had a lot of, a lot of respect for him. Um, he was important to have there in the White House. He was part of this axis of stability, this axis of the sensible. Uh, which, yeah, which is completely gone now. Which is completely gone, right? Because originally, for me, the axis of the sensible was Tillerson, uh, Kelly, and Mattis. And Sifway. <laughs> you know, I, I read an interesting thing. I'm a little thing freaked about, out. <laughs> well, we're all a little freaked out. I, I read it. You know, it's fine. Sarah Sanders Huckabee is Huckabee Sanders. Colonel Sanders Grimace is still in the office. So she'll 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 help out. It'll be fine. I, I, I read that Mattis actually is close with both Hillary Clinton and Trump or was going into this and there was actually he probably would have wound up as secretary of defense regardless of who got elected that's funny i didn't know that i didn't either but yeah apparently he is remarkably well respected by people on both sides he is now he did get was he fired by president obama i don't know there, what I was read, he doing? What was it? What was he doing for Obama? Something about Central Command, and I feel like he was removed due to his hawkish stance towards Iran. Um, so I don't know. So I, I saw I hadn't seen that before. So I thought that was interesting, but I, I don't know. Well, but wasn't wasn't he standing up to Trump on the Iran thing? Isn't that one of the one? Wasn't that one of their first policy breaks because he didn't want Trump to back off that agreement? I believe so. Yes. If, if memory serves. Yeah. Well, I mean, no one. Yeah. I mean, uh, correct. So that's my round of applause. Who's yours? Outstanding. David Hogg. You remember David Hogg? No. David Hogg was the, was the gun control activist, the seven, the senior in high school who was picked on by everybody on Fox news because he was loud and pushing for gun control. Uh, and after Laura, the one that went after the one that got, got, uh, that was, was insulted by Laura Ingram, uh, who uh, shot back at her and said he was going to come for her advertisers. Uh, any, any memory of this? Yes. Yes. I do. Remember yeah. That. Okay. So, so one of the things that she hit on him was the fact that he had, uh, that he had been rejected by a whole bunch of colleges because all he had was a 4.2 grade point average. And she picked on him on Twitter again, an adult going after a senior in high school about what colleges that he's been rejected from. Well, he announced a couple of days ago that after he took a gap year, he's going to be going to Harvard uh, starting in the fall. So, uh, well, that's good for him. 
I think he's going to land on his feet. I think he'll probably be okay. But anyway, congratulations, David Hogg, on that one. Uh, round of applause, sir. Keep yeah, after. I mean, even when you like, even if you disagree with him, if you don't enjoy his personality, any of these things. I mean, you're talking about a kid who's a senior in high school who was at the forefront of creating uh, an entire movement, and you, you've got to give him uh, respect for that. Absolutely. Well, and then you have all these grown ass people who are, are, uh, you know, who won't do exactly what you just said. You can, you know, which that's, that's, you know, again, disagree with someone fine, but you should celebrate anytime young people get involved the way that those kids did, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and, but that's, I don't know. That's, 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 that's what, to me, that's, that's what conservatism is these days. That's all it is, is fear in, in every possible way. You're they're afraid of, of, of everything. That's, that's what, that's what it is to be this, the modern conservative. So to me, it wasn't, it wasn't surprising at all. It's well, disappointing, but it's not surprising. Kind of. Yeah. The way, the way liberals are all just a bunch of snobby elites. That's really what it's defined itself as. I I I would I would rather be a snobby elite than than than. I, oh what, my God! I'm highlighting the no need for name calling. It's ridiculous. I, I, Let's I, move on. I Come can't. on now. I, I didn't call anybody names. Yeah, well, I mean, conservative I, I, is nothing but fear mongering and blah, blah blah. Oh come on. No, not fear mongering. Being afraid. Being afraid. afraid. All conservatives are afraid. That's no. I, I do They're not terrified. agree. They're no. scared. I do not begin to agree with They're that scared. in any way, shape, form. Any more than I would agree with the idea that all liberals are terrified, snide, hiding in a corner, ridiculous. I mean, just watching that thing with with President Trump and Pelosi people. and Schumer, <laughs> and the way that Pelosi and Schumer would like start to say like they would make sure to insult President Trump and then talk about how hey, we just want to be, you know, we just want to have a conversation, but you're a douchebag. Oh like, God, did they did they insult him? He's usually such an adult. He was the adult in that room. They were oh, ridiculous. They were absolutely ridiculous. I mean, they were the epitome. I, and I hate this. No, they are excellent public servants who uh, I did not like their performance in that particular meeting. Moving on. What do you didn't like any of their performances in there? I don't know. Whatever. We got to, you know what? We're like I said, we're, we're, we're here again. To, 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 but what but what we so we, we had to we had to take some time off we had Use personal things this was not uh this this was not we were not we, we, but at the same time I think one of the things that we definitely discussed that that we were frustrated with was that we didn't want the entire show to turn into what it had turned into which was oh Jesus Trump did something again and just rolling our eyes because neither one of us like him uh so you know, we didn't, we didn't want to do that. So, you know, what, what, what you, what you wanted to talk about, what the, the, why, why are we doing this? Why are we here? What, what's, what, 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 what did, what did you have to say about that? Well, I just want to highlight uh, that we are trying to be a voice of civility and, and reason. Uh, we want to demonstrate that you can put the person, uh, before the politics 
So me and you might disagree on things. You might be a liberal and I might be a conservative, but that doesn't mean that we can't sit down and have a conversation uh, about ideas and policies and ways to do things and heaven forbid, find ways that we can compromise and find solutions that we can both agree to. And I think it's important to have forums online via the news via podcasts where people are doing that where they're having conversations from both perspectives because we don't get a lot of that cnn brings in people who support cnn's point of view fox brings in people who support fox's point of view and we turns into this giant echo chamber where all you hear is people telling you what you want to hear. And if, heaven forbid, Judge Napolitano disagrees, you're able to just kind of block him out because you can focus on what everyone else is saying. So that's why we do this, and I think it's important, and I want to keep doing it, and I want us to talk more about policy than about, oh, you know what else Trump did? Because that's what every other news organization is doing. But there is also, now that Trump is president, I think there is a lot of opportunity to discuss the actual policy of things. And rather than, like with Syria, rather than just going off on, oh, he's so stupid. How could he possibly be pulling troops out of Syria? But okay, let's talk about that from a policy standpoint. And let's talk about why it might be very tempting for a president to do that um, rather than just dismissing it out of hand because Trump is the one who did it. So I'm excited to be back and I think it's important for us to be here. Thanks for listening. <laughs> That's I, yeah, I don't know. So I, uh, <laughs> I don't know why the way you wrap that up is making me laugh. It is, but I want to go. I want to go back to the Syria thing in a second, but I, 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 because this is something in that that I think is getting. Yeah, th- these are fine points. You're right, and yeah, there, there's no, there's no reason why that one of the dumbest things is that you can only be friends uh, with people who agree with you, which is which is silly, but at the same time. Uh, you know, I, I mean, a lot of the reason why we wind up making friends is because we wind up with similar people. Um, and, and there's been a lot of this, they call it liberal apologism. That's, that, that's, that's going along, going on where, where you've got these sort of obnoxiously self-reflective liberals who, you know, woke up the day after Trump got elected and <sighs> kind of hyperventilated into a bag and then, you know, went out for, for, for some cold brew coffee uh, and then sat down and, and thought and puzzled and puzzed till their puzzlers were sore and then, and, and then had a, had a craft brew a little bit of kale in there somewhere and then really sort of tried to get a handle on why and then decided to make a pilgrimage to Harlan County, Kentucky to try to dissect the, uh, the, 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 the alien, being that is the Trump supporter so that they could understand them better and commune with the little people. Um, and, uh, it, and, and it, and, and it, and it, and it, and it, and it's gotten old. It really has gotten old because 
this isn't to me so much about it's not so much about trying to be friends with anybody. I read it. I just went and pulled up a, an article on Vox that I ran across a while back. It was called the, the "Why Can't We Just Get All Get Along" theory of politics, uh, and the 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 author said. I, you, he, he, the article's about a couple, about a, it's, it's a liberal writer and a conservative writer from opposing, um, I think one's from uh, the Washington Post and one's from the New York Times. And they, uh, they, they became friends or something afterward, blah, 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 blah. And it's all, it's, it's, it's all very lethal weapon. Um, but, uh, you know, the, the idea that, that it, uh, disagreements on issues are, are just, are, are somehow in, in entrenched in whether or not you're a halfway decent human being. And he makes the point that you, we don't have to do this. You don't have some kind of civic duty to reach out and actively befriend people, uh, that you disagree with. Uh, and, uh, because it's an effective way to address political polarization. That's not the point to me. I think that this guy was missing, I, I understand what he's trying to say because, but I'm also not telling, uh, you know, somebody who's living, you know, in a, in a, in an economically sound, uh, uh, neighborhood in, in, in Brooklyn and, uh, you know, riding a, 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 a motor scooter to work, uh, every day. I'm not suggesting that they have to come down and, and spend some time in Somerset, Kentucky and get to know folks. That's not the point. The point is, is that, it's it, it's not about trying to be friends with everybody. That's not what we're asking. What we are asking is that occasionally you shut the hell up and let other people talk. And maybe just understand that, that you know what, just because other people don't necessarily have the exact same viewpoints that you do, they're still people. And their, their, their vote counts just as much as yours. And that is just as important a point, a thing to remember about the way this country was built is that we all get one vote and we have to decide whether or not we're going to use it. That's why the, 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 the midterm elections to me were so encouraging because that turnout was, it was, was outrageous even for a, uh, even for a, a, a presidential election year. That's the kind of thing that we need to keep seeing uh, is getting engaged. And that's been the most uh, encouraging thing that I've seen in the last two years. <clears throat> and I agree. And that was fantastic that we saw the turnout that we saw. I'm fascinated by this idea of liberal apologists who what liberals are actually as I don't see this. I don't see liberals going out and trying to really understand the frustrations and anger that led to the Trump movement. Can you talk more about that? Oh, I don't. Oh, they're all over the place, but they're all writers and 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 thinkers and people with too much time on their hands and are out there doing it, you know. And they're not going out. They're going down. They're 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 they're, they're taking their little trips to Kansas and to, to Nebraska and you know Alabama and Georgia and all these other spots and 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 acting. Uh, I mean, just. I, I can't think of a search phrase for you to go look up, look it up, but I'll, I'll send you the link, the link to the Vox thing that I found, but it, it, it's, it's a constant thing. You know, I wanted to better understand the people who voted for Trump. So I, 
I, I, I took a trip and I went into the mountains and I communed and I blah, 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 blah. It's an extraordinarily, it, it's, it's very strange, but there's, there's a lot of, there's a lot of, a lot of, a lot of writing about that. Well, hats off to, I don't understand why you're upset about those folks doing that. Like hats off to them if they actually did that. I'm just knowing from all of my liberal friends, which is the majority, right? Let's be honest. I vast majority of my friends are liberals. I'm the conservative and I'm, I'm the lone one. And I'm a pretty center right kind of conservative. Um, and I have not the reaction of my friends to the Trump movement has just been anger and frustration and just a focus on these ignorant people who voted for Trump. And one of one of my friends recently, they highlighted that as they were calling these people ignorant, they weren't stating an opinion. They were stating a fact that these were ignorant rural voters. And it was shocking to me to hear someone talk about the fact that these ignorant people were voting because they were ignorant for Trump. That is not trying to understand where the other side's coming from. No, no, it's not. And that's, that's the kind of thing that I'm talking about that, that, that bothers me because I, I, I have two points. One, all of this liberal apologism and all of these articles and all of these people that have gone down and, 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 you know, found their way of quote, understanding the, the, you know, Trump's America, it, it doesn't change anything, right? It hasn't actually changed really much liberal behavior. And it's not like I've seen Nancy Pelosi do this, you know um, it, it, you know, I mean, these are, these are people who write for places like salon and daily beast and, and Politico and, and well, I think I actually, yeah, I did. I did see one on Politico. I think at some point in Vox and you know places like that. Uh, you know it, and 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 it's it's not. It, it's 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 not getting anybody anywhere. I'm I'm all for it. I mean, if you really are so disconnected that you've been living in Uptown Manhattan for so long that you can't possibly imagine what it's like to live in rural Ohio that you've got to go, you know, and, 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 and that you need to, because to me, it's missing the point. Democrats still don't really understand why rural America abandoned them. And yeah. Okay. If you really want to symbolize it and point to a moment, then yeah, I think you could point to, to 1964 and say, okay, that's when that that's because that's as, as one of LBJ's buddies told him, you just, we just lost the, I think actually, I think it was LBJ himself who just said, I just gave up the South for the next 50 years for Democrats right. by supporting whoa, whoa, the, whoa, whoa, whoa. the civil, so the now civil we're rights. Targeting all of this back to the civil rights movement. No, 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 no. Just, just, just listen, just, just listen to me. I'm not, I'm not finished before you go get all indignant. Hold on. Please continue. I, what what I'm what I'm saying is that if you want to go find moment, I think you could probably do that. But that even is to simplify it too much, because you have to look at what most of these folks are really focused on, which is that no one figured out what to do with small towns in this America, and they still haven't. All of these people who live in small town America, who used to have access to good manufacturing jobs, union jobs that paid good middle-class wages and they didn't have to move to cities and they could stay put and, and work in those towns, in those places 
doing manufacturing, doing farming, uh, coal mining, things like that. All of those things in small town America went away. They're gone. And they've never been replaced. No one's figured that out yet. And right now, and you know what? They, a lot of those people stayed with Democrats for a really long time. Uh, even parts of Kentucky that, that had, had, as a, as, had as a rule in my lifetime been largely blue, uh, have now turned red. And I could push it and say it's because of, of, of the culture wars and say that it's because Republican leadership uh, pushed gun policy and uh, and the and Democrats and push and abandoned the pro-life movement. I'm not done with not it's even right. there yet. Keep going. Stop it. I'm almost home. Let me get there. It is more about economic policy than it is about anything else. And I think a lot of those people at the end of the day were like, you know what? Neither one of these parties is doing a damn thing about the death of small towns and the death of rural America. So in the end, it was easier for them to just say, well, you know what? I agree with all these guys on all this other stuff from a gun standpoint, and from a religion standpoint. So we're going to go with the Republicans because we don't trust them, anybody on anything. So advantage Republican. And if Democrats would just shut the hell up and get over some of this social stuff that they get focused on, for example, rejecting pro-life people and go in there and actually talk about what's going to improve lives because Democrats can make that argument. They have the upper hand. They have a better handle on what's going to happen in the future than Republicans do because Republicans don't give a shit about the future. What? They're only concerned with what happened in the past. What the all. hell? No, I do not agree with that statement in any way, shape or form, but continue. Fine. Name me a forward thinking conservative, current conservative policy. Do it right now. One that thinks, looks to the future, that understands every one of these challenges that are out there. Fixing healthcare, fixing social security, fixing the immigration problem, apart from building a damn wall and understands what's happening to the climate. Oh, I'm or 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 is something happening to the climate? Because shit, I never know. Okay. Uh the corporate tax cut was definitely forward thinking. Uh the Paul Ryan's a better way was definitely forward thinking. I mean, there's can we can, can we stop talking really? about Paul Ryan's better way? Paul Ryan's better way was back to Wisconsin. That what um all right. Yeah, no, I, I I think there are I think there are plenty. I do. I mean, as far as actual legit, like here's a law. I mean, I can't think of a ton off top. Syria coming out of Syria. I mean, it depends on the way you want to think of things. But I mean, Syria can be looked at as forward thinking of saying, look, hey, we've never once succeeded in the Middle East ever. So we're just gonna go ahead and call it a day. Okay. I can see where you could argue that would be forward thinking or with nation building um, period USMCA this. Yeah. The, the cha- updating of NAFTA was definitely forward thinking, pushing NATO to in the, our NATO allies to increase their military spending was definitely forward thinking. 
I mean, I can go on and on and on and on. Small beer. It's all small, small beer. beer. What the hell are you talking about? Small beer. Okay, give These me the. These are not the largest. The largest problems that we. The have largest problem that we are facing is absolutely price. climate change. I agree. It's a big thing, and, and they won't even acknowledge party, it's happening. And our party has gotten it wrong on that one. But don't do blanket phrases about how the conservative party only thinks about the past. Get, they they have not addressed the largest problems that have been facing our generate this generation. They have con- entirely kicked the can down the road. Not nothing. I mean, these are not responsible policies. None of them. They haven't gone after. They haven't tried to tackle any of the larger things. They can't even write a budget. I feel like we're going downhill. Give me something I else. feel like we're going downhill as well, but I mean, but that's, but that's my, my, my base point is that Democrats, as much as they want to run around and, and play the apology game and play the sit around and try to understand the Trump voter or whatever, it, there's nothing again. I, I mean, I, I really think that what is most important to those people is jobs and, and the economy. And I think that the reason Republicans have the upper hand is because they address those social issues that concern uh, rural America for whatever reason, Uh, you know, call it uh, religious issues, uh, gun control, things like that. And I think that that's why those people win. And I think that unless Democrats can come up with can go down there and make those arguments about why there's their economic policy and show some results. To bring jobs and ideas back to rural America, then they're going to lose. And I think accept uh, yes, absolutely. And because I what, think the accepting the pro-life is movement is a is a major major part of that. Because I'm sorry, the vast majority of people uh, that are parts of my congregations that are that are parts of that circle, they will not even think about voting for a Democrat because of the pro-life issue. So you have got to start putting some pro-life people on the ballots if you want to see them get elected. Amy McGrath is a, is pro-life. I think she's the new re- the new representative. I, I I don't even think that's a question. I I think you're probably right, but I think that but I I I don't think all right. Because you want another new radical idea? Fine. Here's a new radical idea. Democrats need to stop talking about abortion. They just need to quit. They just need to stop saying that they are either pro-life or pro-choice, anything. They can even say that they're pro-life because the fact of the matter is that if you leave abortion itself out of the issue and just say, you know what? We believe that life begins at conception and that's, that's perfectly fine. But the fact of the matter is, is that abortion in and of itself really shouldn't even be part of the argument because there are all of these other things that lead to women getting abortions that Democrats are focused on stopping. And it's not, stopping abortion themselves at the root, but they are trying to get to the point where it doesn't matter if abortion is, is, is legal or not, because all of these other policies that Democrats pursue, uh, the uh, fixing the healthcare system, trying to make the healthcare system fair and balanced so that it does a better job of saving lives, uh, being against the death penalty, uh, being compassionate towards immigrants, 
uh, and trying to find ways to help people escape from bad situations. These are far more pro-life than anything the Republican Party is willing to put forward. I will believe that Democrats are pro-immigration the moment I start actually seeing some legitimate immigration bills coming out of their offices. Because I, 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 I agree with you, right? Like, I mean, I, I being pro-life is more than just being anti-abortion, that we need to have quality health care for free, quality health care for mothers and for children and for pregnant women. Uh, sex education. You, that's another one. Sex education and access to birth control. Oh, we're going to start to disagree a little bit when we get into all that stuff. But... I do agree with the idea of, of healthcare and these sorts of things. So, but I'm sorry. The immigration thing is frustrating for me because I, I don't, I don't see your good solid immigration bill that really addresses the issue. So I'm glad you're pro immigrant. I'm pro immigrant too, but what you cannot be is pro illegal immigration. And that's where I feel like a lot of Democrats go astray, is I feel like a lot of them end up coming across as being pro-illegal immigration. And that's no good. Come on now. Like all this stuff, all the fighting of Trump uh, with the idea that in order to claim asylum, you have to come through the proper ports. Look, I get it. That that's that the law is that you can claim asylum from wherever you are. But let's be honest with ourselves for two god dang seconds and admit that the asylum thing gets used as an excuse for immigrating illegally and then disappearing. Because it does. So come on. And let's say, because he's not being, saying you have to go through the proper port is not him being racist. It's not him being a bigot. It's not him being any of those things. It is trying to instill some sense of law and order into the asylum policy process. Well, but that's where his own mouth gets him in trouble, though, Uh, is that. You have every reason to believe that he is all of those things based on his past actions and even statements going back his entire public life. Correct. He says going back back to the Central Park Five. Yes. So yes, 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 yes. But so it's hard not to look at his policies through that lens. Great. I appreciate that. But let's try to look at it without looking at it through that lens. What is wrong with demanding that if you want asylum, you have to go through the proper port? Nothing. I don't think there's anything wrong with that at all, but I don't know. I also don't think there's anything wrong with having some sort of what they call, which I guess this is a path to citizenship. What it is that I always say, which is that what's wrong with having some sort of policy that says, hi, I'd like to be an American. All right, fine. Here's your checklist. You want to come into America? Check these boxes. Figure these things out. It's going to cost you this much. And you got to do A, B, C, D, E, F, and G. And then we'll get you in here. Sounds great. And that's the way it should be. And that's the way it ought to be. But again, every time I talk about that, what I hear is, well, that's a path. I don't want Nobody wants path to citizenship. We don't want that. Why not? It doesn't even have to be a path to citizenship. 
They don't care if they become citizens. They would like to, right? Absolutely. But they'll be more than happy with permanent residency. That'll be fine. They'll take it. Absolutely. Obama and the Democrats had control of everything, and they didn't get it done. So I want the Republicans to do it. I also want the Democrats to do it. Stop blaming the other party for not getting it done and write the goddamn bill. I'm not blaming the other party for not getting it done. I, I'm blaming the party that's in power for not getting it done right now. Okay, absolutely. I blame I mean, them you for go being back in and power blame what happened and for getting nothing done because, on immigration. Because the Democrats, you're so right, you Democrats the Democrats had that level of control write the bill. eight years ago. Eight years ago, Democrats had that level of control. They don't anymore. And they did right under President now, Bush, Republicans too. Do. President Bush was in. He was very clear about that. He was in. But the Democrats didn't want him to get the win. So they wouldn't you know allow And I'm sure so, somewhere in there, Republicans so, may have been in, too. I mean, I'm not. That, that's so that's House, the thing. Okay, great. So Democrats you have can't. got the House. Who's the Democrat in the House who's got my immigration bill? I don't know. I don't, I don't know where it's coming. But what I will say, what I do think, what I have seen. And what I what is that th- right now it does seem that Democrat tra- Democratic leadership has gotten the message that the reason they were put back in now whether or not they'll do anything about it I don't know man I I I, I got nothing but it does seem like they've gotten the message that the the reason they were put back in power was to put real policies on the table so let's see if they do it let's see if they do it I, I don't hope know. so. They haven't even been sworn in yet, so we can't really talk about what they didn't do. So, again, right now, Republicans actually still have control over everything, and they're still finding ways to blame Democrats for they not do. what they do. And want. no excuses, right? No excuses. They had every reason to be able to fix immigration, to be able to fix health care, to be able to fix, 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 and they didn't do it, so failure to them. But nor am I ready to go, all right, look at you, Democrats, you're so awesome. I want to see it. Show and I'm not doing office. that. And I'm not doing that. I'm saying that right now we got to see what they do next because there's no telling. I just, you know, you, you, you don't, right now we don't know. One of the things that I'm really dying to stop is the, well, you know, you didn't get it done either when you had control shit like eight years ago. Why should we do anything about it? That's not a, that's not an excuse. No, it is not. No, it is not. Right now, Republicans are in charge. When the Democrats are back in charge again, then I'll start holding them responsible. But for the last two years, Republicans have gotten what they wanted the entire time Obama was in office. And let's be control. clear: the when Obama was in office, it man, I wasn't there. Right, I wasn't in the room where it happened. I could be wrong. But man, it sure looked like my formerly fellow Republicans were obstructing everything that they possibly could. It sure looked like that. But hey, you know, I feel like it may have looked that way to me, too. I'm not sure. How about how? How about Jared Kushner? You know what? I take back my round of applause. I'm going to give my round of applause to Jared Kushner. The K Dog with his criminal reform bill. How clutch was that? I mean, it's a first step, hence the name. But 
Yes. Awesome. Thank you. Good job, team. Right? Yeah. No. And there's a lot of people and a lot of on, on press on both sides that are very happy about that. Another good thing, hemp. I missed it. What happened to hemp? Hemp, it's le- hemp was legalized. What? What? Hemp is legal. Wait, what do you mean hemp is legal? What, what hemp, are you talking hemp, about? Hemp, hemp industri- industrial hemp was legal. Was, com- was completely legalized. When was industrial hemp illegal? It's been illegal for ages. Really? And yeah, under under federal law. Uh, um, yeah, it was classified as a, whatever it is, a class two or something, whatever. Yeah. Um, but uh, it was snuck into that farm bill just recently. You can look it up. Uh, look at that. But uh, hemp production is expected to go sky high next year. I mean, that is just fantastic. I am over the moon. We yeah. have federal, we have legalized hemp. And let's be real clear here, right? Like, I did not like the way that Trump treated Jeff Sessions, but nor did I agree with Jeff Sessions. On pretty much anything. So, no, hey, that's respect. Didn't I say that? And and a major one was the way that he responded to marijuana. So I am, I am pumped about this. Let's go, Kentucky. Get some. Yeah, yeah, Kentucky needed that. They really did. And it only took Mitch McConnell like thirty years in office before he finally woke yeah, the hell right, up and no came doubt. around. Yeah. I mean, I love how the guy wants a big pat on the back for it now. And it's just like, really, dude, now? Yeah. All right. Well, man, so, this this has been fantastic. Anywho, I believe. Yeah, do you yeah. have something cool for us? I do have something cool. Uh, uh, Tyler Perry paid off like $300,000 worth of layaways uh, at Walmarts all across the Atlanta area. Uh, what did three he pay off? Ago. Like three or $400,000 in layaway bills. Oh, uh, that's cool. In Walmart's all across Atlanta. Yeah. I I yeah, I'm I'm gonna be perfectly honest I love with you. I Tyler don't, Perry. I I I don't like I don't get the guy's movies. I I just don't you know what I, and it's I you have no I, I don't No, I know. I'm a terrible person. I'm sure that's it. However, he always seems like a tremendously nice guy, and that was a fantastically it was really just an incredible thing to do. Uh, and he was trying to be, I think he got caught. He wasn't actually even going to make an announcement about it. I think he, I think somebody outed him. <laughs> so he ended up being like, yeah, I did that. So yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I thought that was, I thought that was pretty fun. So uh, have you anything more? No, this has been a lot of fun. I'm excited to be back. Let's do this America. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, it's before Christmas right now you're going to hear this probably after christmas because i got like i said we got a new thing i'm going to learn how to use it and then we'll see if this actually recorded and goes up someplace or what have you but you know anyway end of the day uh after you hear this it will be not christmas anymore we hope you had a good one we hope you have a great new year uh we're looking forward to at least being in and out a little bit more often than we were thank you so much for joining us you can find us on uh twitter i'm at libcon matt tim's libcon tim uh hopefully we'll talk to you soon take care